Hey there, this is Unsuitable with Mary B. Saferit. It's the podcast for single Christians who want conversations that meet them in the nitty gritty of their actual lives and conversations that don't continue to center marriage as the end all be all thing we should all be striving for. We talk to single Christians about navigating life and faith as we are where we are and expanding the conversation on singleness in the process. Welcome to our Between the Seasons mini episodes. These are pulled from the Patreon version of our season 10 episodes. You'll hear me set up a mini case study, then the guests will offer their practical expert advice. Today's mini episode features a clip from my conversation with Anna Broadway. In case you forgot, Anna Broadway has written for the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, the Atlantic.com, Christianity Today, and other publications. She is the author of the forthcoming book, Solo Planet, How Singles Can Help the Church Recover Our Calling, due out from NAV Press. This clip was originally part of the Patreon version of the season 10 episode called Milestones Singles Can and Should Celebrate. For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to the full interview version of each episode, first dibs on new resources, plus a community that gets you. Head over to patreon.com slash unsuitable, choose which tier works for you, then join. Can't wait to see you over there. All right, here's your mini episode. Awesome. Um, So let's say I am someone who like wants to establish some of these rituals of marking milestones and celebrating and um, but I'm feeling like maybe a little awkward about it. I'm feeling like uh, uncomfortable. I've got some like mental barriers about it and some practical barriers about it, like the logistical questions Um, where what walk me through how you would maybe cultivate approach cultivating a practice of celebrating and kind of maybe thinking through some of these things that I feel awkward about? Well, I'm a very structured person, so I make a lot of lists and (laughs) something I often do because there's so many things going on in my life. Like I usually make sets of lists, you know, like Mm. if I get myself together enough later today to think about what are all the things I need to be working on? You know, I'll have a mini list that'll be like sewing projects and another list that'll be like food projects. And then, you know, maybe a work projects list. Um, But I think you could do a similar exercise with your life you know, like, okay, in my spiritual life, are there things I'm grateful for? Are there accomplishments or milestones? You know, just start listing them. Don't, don't start with any kind of plan of celebrating, but just kind of name them. And then maybe do that with work and Mm. relationship or, Mm -hmm. you know, your emotional health. Maybe it's like, wow, I finished two years of counseling and Mm -hmm. that's an investment that I have made in my mental health and trying to be healthier in my relationships. So I would kind of start there and then, well, I would definitely pray through it if I was feeling stuck, you know, and maybe ask God, where are you showing up in this? Where am I failing to see you? You know, another thing I find so often when it comes to gratitude, I am apt to only thank God for something new and something recent. 
as if his gift of a fairly healthy body (laughs) is not worth thanking him for because Mm -hmm. I've had it for 45 years. You Mm -hmm. know, I can't assume it will stay that way. And boy, as I start to age and have decreased mobility and whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. I'm really going to miss and be grateful for the times that I could do certain things that I won't be able to in the future. So Mm -hmm. I think thinking about, you know, maybe like what's new that I'm grateful for, but what's Mm -hmm. old that's still blessing me, Mm -hmm. you know, and what am I grateful for in that? I think there can just be, I don't know. I mean, I think, Thinking about it from a posture of really gratitude and worship, to me, seems like it kind of takes some of the pressure off, you know, Um, because then I think celebration might come a little bit more naturally. And sometimes that can be a small thing, you know, for a while after I had started riding a folding bike as part of my commute and no longer had to use the city bus or tram line, I would on Fridays stop at the ferry building in downtown San Francisco. And Mm -hmm. I would try to go in early enough to do this. I'd go to like an expensive coffee place and Mm -hmm. get one of their coffees and sometimes a pastry. And, you know, that Friday morning treat, Mm -hmm. It was a mostly individual thing, but became really important to me and was a really Mm -hmm. nice way of marking the end of the week. I mean, Mm -hmm. I may have spent more on that treat than I would have five days of bus fare, but, you know, like, nonetheless, um, I guess it was also a way of of celebrating the fact that I had the health and the ability to ride a bike that I was able to afford a good bike. And Mm -hmm. even though I wasn't conscious about this, celebrating the efforts of the bike coalition that helped Mm -hmm. create more and safer bike lanes to make it more reasonable and safe for someone like me to bike to and from work. In case you missed it, we're launching a line of cheeky merch on October 31st. Stay in the know by getting on the email list at marybesaferit.com slash links. Thanks for listening. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at marybeat.saferit. And follow the podcast on Instagram at unsuitablepodcast so you don't miss any updates and highlights. Unsuitable with Mary B. Saferit is produced by Studio Aplum. Sound engineering is by me, Mary B. Saferit. The music is by Chad Rollinson. Unsuitable with Mary B. Saferit is a production of Mary B. Saferit, LLC, all rights reserved. That's all for now. Catch you on the flippity flop.